Is business just business or is business personal? It's your boy Mason, the host of the Lunch Break Podcast. Let's get it. In honor of Kobe Bryant, each episode will be around 24 minutes. And each guest you can expect to be from different industries and careers. But the main focus is business is business or is business is personal. Let's get into this episode. So, bro, um, it's nice to have you on just to shoot the breeze, man. Uh, saw your post about time management versus focus, bro. That that post was 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 fire, man. What? How did you come? How did you come to that conclusion? Like, how did you? What inspired that post that you made? Um, time management versus focus. Yeah. What What inspired the the post about separating the two? Right, separating focus from time management. Uh, yeah. Shot. I am a big calendar guy, right? I put every single thing in my calendar. Every I have a morning routine, a nighttime routine. Every, if I'm doing something, it's in my calendar. And a lot of the time, I'll schedule things such as writing on LinkedIn, right? I'll schedule a time to where I'm just going to write out LinkedIn posts. Right. And then I schedule two hours for it, end up getting maybe one post, maybe no posts, right? In, in two hours. And uh, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm scheduling this time, but I'm not getting anything done. And then I reschedule it for another time. And then I, I procrastinate and I never get to it. And, and what's up with that? And, and the reason is because I'm on Instagram, right? Um, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't have that motivation to, to write stuff right now. And I get distracted. Now, not only do I get distracted by Instagram, but I'm on I'm on Bleacher Report. I'm looking at the Buffalo Bills, <laughs> right? And there's there's so many things that are that are vying for our attention that even when we make a, a schedule, even though we have things in our calendar, we still get nothing done because we're not really focused. Right. Right. Yeah. So my take on that too, because when I when I saw your post, I'm like, because I've seen so many posts about time management oh you know have a set schedule and this and that and time management is a discipline but like you said like the other part of it is focus so they kind of go hand in hand so like if i if i if i have uh you know i scheduled 30 minutes to work on a project whatever that project is but focus is a mindset you know what i mean discipline is an action you know, so I feel like if your mindset is right, that's more effective than, you know, having a perfect system, because if you have a perfect system, but your mindset is flawed, you can have the best time management ever and still it's still not work out. What do you what do you think about that? Everything is about is about mindset. Right? <laughs> I mean, if, if you have a bad mindset, it's it's gonna be a tough life for you. Yeah. <laughs> but if you have a good mindset, you know you you can you can do lots of really amazing things. Uh, in terms of focus being a mindset, uh, I think you're right, man. Uh, but I I don't think it's uh, and I I I don't think it's something that you necessarily need to train yourself on, right? I think that when we're passionate about something or if we have a goal, we're going to focus on that thing. Like, you know, have, have you ever seen a, 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 a kid 
who really enjoys drawing and, and they could sit and they could draw for hours and you could have all these things happening around them, but they're focused on their drawing. And this could be like a five-year-old kid, right? Nobody showed them how to focus. They didn't, they didn't read books or they didn't train themselves on how to focus. They are, they just enjoy what they're doing. They're, they're motivated because they're motivated by the pleasure that comes with doing that thing that they like. Right. And, you know, I think that if you really want to focus on something, you got to really go like, uh, like reverse engineer it and, and understand why you should focus on it. Right. Because if, if it doesn't align with your goals, right. Or like your passions or, or what you want, maybe you shouldn't focus on it. Right. Right. Like we could focus on Instagram forever, but that's not going to, it's not going to do anything for us. That's not going to, you know, if we're just scrolling, uh, that's not going to move us towards our goals unless we're like a social media influencer. Uh, but I think if we really understand what our goals are and if we have a strong enough reason why we should focus, I mean, we're going to get some stuff done, man. Facts. <laughs> what do you Facts. think? Yeah, man. I like that analogy um, of the five-year-old kid because me as a kid, I, I couldn't spend five hours or, you know, hours drawing. Like that just wasn't my forte, but I was more into sports. Yeah. You know, I could spend, whether it's playing sports, watching sports, analyzing sports, like that was, that was, that was my focus. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't even, if I had a conversation with somebody, like time just feel like it was flying by, but you talk a different, like I, science wasn't my thing. Yeah. Art wasn't my thing. So I think as, as people, um, sometimes we feel like I should be able to focus about anything and everything. People feel like may think, oh, I should be like a jack of all trades when it comes to focus or what I should be good at. But um, I recently said, on the podcast, I was like, when it comes to like strategy or, you know, things you like in your work or business, pick two things and dominate in it. Yes. I think too many people try to be good at everything, but I'm like, try to dominate at something, like try to be a master at something. Cause it's like, then if you're, you know, dominant in a skill set, then you set yourself apart. Versus trying to be all over the place. You're trying to master eight, 10 different, 12 different skills. But it's like, if you know, you know, this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I'm interested in. You can stay in your lane. And it's not that you never deviate from that lane. It's not that you won't try new things. Um, and what you dominate may uh, develop over time. But it's like, I definitely agree like with that analogy because like you can't, like the type of focus you talked about, a kid drawing for hours, no one trained him. You can't be that focused all the time about everything. It's just impossible. We're yeah. human. Exactly. Yeah, you're, you're right, man. Um, you know, our, our attention is, you know, people are not meant to multitask. And, you know, to back to your, you know, you were talking about how you were passionate about sports, right? So, you know, for someone who's really passionate about sports, but maybe they're not passionate about science, it's going to be a lot easier for you to focus while you're doing your sports than while you're in class in, in science class. 
right? So it's not necessarily that you're good at focusing or, or you have good concentration. It's you're focused on what you want to be focused on because that thing aligns with your goals. You, you like sports because either you, you want to continue to do sports or you just really, you, you find pleasure in doing sports. Uh, so I, I totally agree with you there. And, and as in, in regards to, uh, you know, being good at everything, you know, and I think that's the great part about, you know, what we're doing here, right? We're collaborating. And, and that's, that's really, if, if you want to accomplish everything, you want to be good at everything, focus on the things that align with your goals and then team up with somebody who's good at the other things. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. If, exactly. if you want to be really good at science, don't be good at science, man. You don't like science. It doesn't align with your <laughs> a friend who likes science. That's what they're good at. Hey, hey, I got a question for you. So, you know, when it comes to team, uh, whether it's, let's just say, you know, okay, like, let's just say, A, there's like a CEO or HR person and, you know, they got to hire people and we're talking about the context of like focusing or even if it's a coworker situation where, you know, maybe I'm a salesperson, they're a marketing person, and we're both salespeople. But the question is like, how can people like, like, okay, let me ask the first question. There's two different questions. The first one is, if I'm managing someone, and we just talked about how people focus on different things, how could I understand or help them focus on or be good at what they're good at versus expecting them having a balance of expectations? I think that's my question. If I'm a leader in a company, whether I'm CEO, VP, or management, and I have people under me, how do I manage my expectations on like, man, they're not focused or they're not good at this or, you know what I mean? How do, how would a leader take that into consideration? How would a leader take, how, how would a leader uh, essentially influence their, their team to focus? Better? Yeah, basically. Yeah. In my opinion, I think it all comes down to reasons. Do you have enough reasons to focus? Right. So if, you know, and I'm sure you've heard of the why, you know, why, why do you do what you do? And from a leadership standpoint, it's, it's really important to understand your team's reasons for why they do what they do. If you have someone who's in a marketing role, why are they in a marketing role? What are their goals? What are they working toward? And if, if their job aligns with their purpose, they're going to be a lot more likely to focus on the tasks that they need to do. But if you have someone in a marketing role and, and, and they don't find purpose, they don't find meaning in their work, they're going to be distracted because they don't care. It doesn't align with, with what they want to do. Thanks. So I, I think it, it all comes down to understanding your team's why. And if you can do that from a leadership standpoint, put your people in, in the right positions to work towards their goals, to, to focus on the things that they want to focus on. Because if you have someone 
who wants to play football and you put him in a science position, <laughs> he doesn't care about science, he's not going to do too great. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would have failed. I would have failed tremendously. <laughs> um, that's awesome, bro. Now, the second question I have is, um, so now it's peer to peer, right? In most, in some cases, people want to compete. Like, you know, I see, you know, you're, we're on the same team or we work for the same company, but oh no, we're competitors. Sure. But if two people are on the same team, they work for the same company. And let's just say I can tell maybe so-and-so is a little off their game today. Um, what advice would you have to two people that's on the same team that work for the same company? How could they help each other to focus and develop? And if one notice like, oh, they kind of not focused today, what advice would you have um, for from a team perspective? Sure. So how, how, how do you motivate, how do you influence your team members to, to remain focused? When you're a peer, when you're a peer. When you're a peer. You know, man, I think yeah. we all get distracted. I think that's that's human psychology. No matter how hard we try, we're going to, you know, we all have lives that we're living and, and things happen and, and we get distracted. Um, and we're all going to have those days to where we're, we're not as focused as we should be. But I, I think, yeah, personally, I don't think being a leader has anything to do with having a leadership position. I think peers can be leaders and I think two people can be leaders together and they're peers and one helps the other that's accountability and the other helps the other. Um, and it still goes back to the same concept of why should I be focused? Why should I be focused on this thing? What's in it for me is it, it, if I'm making, you know, cold calls, for example, and you know, you, this, this happens a lot, right? I'm an SDR and I'm making cold calls. I'm making a hundred plus cold calls every day. And, and I'm just getting hung up on and hung up on and hung up on. And I'm not even having conversations with people. I've got no meetings today. I've already made 97 phone calls. I've got five connects and they've all told me to go pound salt. How am I supposed to stay focused? Right. Well, you stay focused. And if this is happening to your team member, why are you doing it? Right? Why are you making cold calls? Why are you? Why do you have this position that you're in right now? And and if you can understand their why, their goals, you know what drives them. Tie all that back, because if we're reverse engineering things, the only reason why you have this job, the only reason why you're making cold calls, is that at some point you thought that that was going to help you get to where you want to be. And you get punched in the face a few times, especially as an SDR, because uh, they get punched in the face a lot. It's really hard to, it's really easy to forget why you're doing it. Facts. Yeah, man. Um, one of the things that came to my mind when you were talking is like, one of the things, my motto for 2021, even though it's 2020, but I just made this, <laughs> I think I made this decision a couple of days ago. Tactical yet practical, like, you know, sometimes like, okay, like you said, let's just say an SDR is expected to make 150 calls a day. Practically, there's gonna be days where maybe they're less motivated or like you said, the rejection 
um, may get to them. So practically they might need to, you know, um, vent. I don't want to use the word vent, but just communicate with their team or their leader. Like, hey, I'm a little discouraged today. Yeah. You know, this, this, this and that happened. And instead of, you know, they just got punched in the face. Don't don't be that person that add to that. You know what I mean? Be there to try to uplift um, and add that camaraderie um, and maybe just hearing them out or like relating with them, meeting them on their level. Like, yeah, man, I, I understand, you know, one week I, you know, face rejection too. And this is how I got through it. Um, I think those locker room conversations, if you will, if we're using sports analogies, that's, that's what we need. We need to pump each other up. Like, you know, um, and maybe that five minute convo on that day, now they're, they're back locked in, you know, they could focus again. So, um, no man should be left behind mentality. Um, and I feel like that's like a, a practical way to like deal with team situations and, and sales. If two people are peers, or even like you said, anyone can be a leader, even if they're not in a leader position, leadership position. So I totally, I totally agree with that. Yeah. And, and I totally agree with what you're saying too. You, you can't, you know, you can't be a, like a, a military sergeant on someone who's having a really bad day. And, and I think it's, it's, it's really important that we differentiate um, being distracted with being overwhelmed. Because now if you have pressure and you're overwhelmed and you're just like, what am I doing here? Like nothing is working. That's stress. And, and there's a big difference. And it's super important that we differentiate between being overwhelmed, being stressed and being distracted. Right. Because if, if you see a team member who's, who's stressed out, who's overwhelmed, take it a step back, man. Let's focus on the big picture. Your results today, you know, in, in the end, it doesn't really matter. What, what, what really matters is the big picture results, the long-term results. If you're having a really bad day and you've grinded out and you're just overwhelmed and you're just at the brink, man, you can't take it anymore. If I'm a friend, I'm saying, take the, take the day off, man. Like if you care about that person, say, maybe you should just take a break, right? Because if you're overwhelmed and you're stressed out, you're not going anywhere. Right. You can still make those calls and you can still grind. You're going to have bad conversations. You're, you're not going to be able to focus, but, but the reason you're not going to be able to focus isn't because you're distracted. It's because you're overwhelmed. Super right. difference. Um, so yeah, we, mental health is everything, man. You know, going back to, to what we said earlier about um, mentality, how, you know, bad mentality is not going to get you very far. Good mentality is going to get you pretty far. Um, our mentalities can get hurt, especially if, if you have a position to where it's a grind and maybe there's a lot of rejection and it's super important that we protect our mentality and understand that these bad days, if you're having a really bad day and you need to take a break, take a break, man, because this day in the grand scheme of things, isn't going to make a huge impact. It's about the consistent days, about the consistent actions that we take every day. So yeah, we gotta gotta protect our mindset. We gotta protect the mindsets of the people who we care about for sure. Yeah, man. The word that popped in my head when you were talking was uh, emotional intelligence. Yeah. So like, if a I am self aware that I'm getting overwhelmed and stressed, or b, what's more likely to happen, 
I notice that a teammate or someone else is a little overwhelmed. Like you said, like traditionally taking breaks isn't necessarily something that's celebrated. You know what I mean? Um, but if I go over to that person, like, listen, man, you know, you seem a little overwhelmed. Um, you know, how about you take a five, 10 minute break, like go for a walk, you know, get some fresh air, um, you know, and I know with uh, COVID that's less, I know some still, you know, meet in the office, social distance, um, depending on the city or state you live in. Um, but even if it's virtually, um, communication is everything, you know? So you might send a message like, hey, hey guys, whether it's a group chat that you're in, you know, some teams have Slack or whatever um, platform. And it's like, hey guys, I, I need a 10, 15 minute break, you know? Um, and I think maybe there could even be what some companies could do, have a code word. You know what I mean? Whether the word is lion, I don't, I just made that up. Um, and then, you know, I'm about to take a break or something. And then that person, we they all know what that means. You overwhelm, you just need to step away. Whether you're dealing with a rejection or you made a lot of calls or uh, maybe someone said something. Because sometimes, you know, you might be on a phone call, somebody may say something and it just struck you the wrong way. And you know, if you make another call, like you said, when you have a bad mindset, it ain't gonna work for you. So if you like, man, I just had a real tough conversation. I, I need to take a break. Like, you know, let me make a cup of coffee or something. Tea, let me, you know, restart, let me refresh, you know, let me reboot and then get back to it. So, um, but when, when you was talking, the word emotional intelligence came into mind because it's like, you got to be self-aware and you got to be aware of what other people are going through. And when you can do that and have that empathy and compassion, that, that'll go, that'll go a long way. I'm not sure how anyone can call themselves a leader if they don't have emotional intelligence. Facts. I mean, if, if you're just thinking about yourself this whole time and you're not, you know, uh, trying to understand your, your team, what are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> exactly man like that's that's it bro yeah um but yeah man this this has been an awesome convo um if people wanted to get in touch with you how would they how would they get in touch with you add me on linkedin i'm, I'm super active on linkedin chris bushnell uh i'm the real ugly guy with the big smile <laughs> uh send me a message uh you know i love just messaging people in the dms having great conversations um always happy to talk with anybody always happy to help out um yeah man that linkedin is is where i'm at cool and then is there any like a uh, linkedin company page you want people to follow a podcast or a youtube channel um that your company is a part of if if we're uh if we're doing a little uh shameless plug right here uh, I would. I, I would love for people to check out Morningstar Miracles Foundation. Uh, it's my nonprofit organization that uh, myself, along with many amazing people, are helping um, teenagers in under underserved communities. Uh, we're providing them with scholarships. We're providing them with educational, financial resources. We're helping them overcome a lot of the adversities that you know that they face 
trying to, you know, be successful and go through college with all of the uh, obstacles that they have to face. Um, and we're doing a lot of great things. So check out Morningstar Miracles Foundation and any support anyone would, uh, if anyone wants to talk about that or support in any way, I would love to, to help out and, and talk. Awesome, bro. I appreciate it. And I don't know why I didn't start with this, but I'm going to end with this. I'm going to end on a high note. You know, you and I met in Buffalo, New York, like 2015, 2016, you know, and now it's, you know, 2020 going on 2021. We've kind of kept in contact over the years. And now we're here doing a video together. We met, we met at, uh, you know, Toastmasters and it just shows that, you know, relationships matter, bro. Um, You know, no matter uh, what, connection you have with someone when you whether you met um, whether it's a networking group or whatever the case it's always good and beneficial to to stay in touch even if it's you know every once in a while so um, I'm just gonna the motivation I'll end on is like you know don't burn bridges um, keep in touch with people and especially now with the whole you know the whole globe being on the pandemic um like just be kind to people and like just do the neighborly thing so that's what i'll that's what i'll end on yeah it's um you can do anything if you set your mind to it but it's a whole lot easier when you have people helping you <laughs> for sure bro all right uh, thanks for having me take care everybody right. see ya it's your boy mason thank you for tuning in if this episode made you think of someone reach out to them and share this episode with them And do me a favor, subscribe to the Lunch Break Media Group on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And connect with me. Connect with me on Clubhouse and Instagram. You can find me by typing in Mason underscore the lunch. And if you're on LinkedIn, look up Mason Ashad. DM me. Feel free to DM me uh, podcast ideas. If you'd like to be the guest on the podcast, DM me on Instagram, DM me on LinkedIn, or if we're in the same clubhouse room, just shout it out to me if we're on the same stage. All right? Can't wait to hear from you. Or you can text the phone number 585-502-8894.